Hallelujah, listener. Welcome to We're Gonna Need a Bigger Bowl. We're here. It's me, Jordan, your co-host, co-hosting with my co-host, Colin Ball. Hello, listeners. Uh, We're outside on a a front porch of a very dear friend of ours. Um, Freshly home from Chicago. The Windy City. The Wind Sid. The city that never stops blowing wind. Yes. And with that beautiful intro, we're happy to introduce our dear friend and one of my role models, to be honest, Mr. John... (coughs) John Janderno. John Janderno. Thank you. Sorry, the alliteration caught my throat. (laughs) It does that. It gets that sometimes. Mm. We are, um, we're eating peanut butter toast crunch. With something I've never tried before, rice milk. I also have not had rice milk. Compliments of my father. Okay, yeah, John, you tend to drink rice milk, right? Like, this is your... Uh, only when I'm home, because it's what my dad buys. Uh, he's a bit of a health nut, let's be honest. But yeah. Okay. You gotta love it. Uh, about seven years ago, it was soy milk, and then he switched over to rice milk Ooh. now. Why do you make what the change? The f- yeah. yeah. You know, I'm not really sure. I haven't asked. Let's go ask him right now. Alright. <laughs> he only needs, like, two hours of sleep before he gets up at 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> John, would you say that your family is peculiar in the modest sense? Yes. <laughs> um, by the way, how's your sister? Um, well. She's well, good to hear. She's well, she's well. Uh, I went and saw her today. And John's sister recently got into a car accident. Yes, it was a head-on collision. She had a fractured sternum, a lacerated liver, ooh, alliteration, ooh. Uh, and a terrible head scar. Uh, when she woke up, when she first woke up after the accident, she felt her head, and she said she could feel her skull, like on her fingertips. Um, well, and then she blacked out again. And there just so happened to have been a nurse driving behind them when the accident happened. And this nurse saw the accident and went over to my sister and held her head and basically, like, held her head together and oh tried my. to, yeah, like, prevented her from bleeding out, basically. As so, often as possible, listeners, try to make sure a nurse is tailgating you. Or be the nurse tailgating someone. Right, right. If you are in the medical field, no matter how small it may be, even a podiatrist, please make sure you tailgate as often as possible. Yes. We don't want to take any chances. Mm-mm. Be safe. Ride the bumper. So, John, you are freshly home from Chicago, uh, where you go to school, correct? That is correct. Uh, what do you go to school for? Yeah, why? I am a dance major at Columbia College Chicago. And I, you used to just be a dance minor here in Portland, right? Well, then you turned 18. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what started, like, because you haven't always been dancing, right? You... Really, in modest, in real terms, you've only been dancing recently. Uh, I've only been training as a dancer for about three years-ish. Yeah. Um, but before that, I started dancing in, like, seventh grade, around that time. Middle school, basically. Mm-hmm. When we all started to dance. Yeah. Right, naturally. In what capacity were you dancing? Was it just, like, um, a boogie here or there in class? Or were you, like, at school dances... Busting a move. I would, um, yeah, but well, both. 
all of the above. I would basically uh, dance around my house a lot. You can talk to my sister Barbara and she'll joke about how she would watch me get up and go to the refrigerator, dancing all the way there, and bust some Michael Jackson moves in a spin before whipping my hand out to pull the <laughs> refrigerator door open. Um, and I would practice moves in the kitchen uh, using the windows, because our, our kitchen doors are like just mostly window, and I would use the window as a mirror with the light on. Um, Very spacious kitchen. Yes, yeah. yes. And I would just practice my moves like that, and then I would sometimes perform at theater events or whatever, and then, you know, when there was a school dance or whatever, which mostly I only went to the St. Pat's school dances. The, uh, the Catholic school. The Catholic school that I didn't actually go to, <laughs> but my Good. cousin went to, and he would invite me to the school dances, and I would go there mostly and bust moves and impress everyone, and I won a dance competition at one of their dances. Really? Yes, and... um. Some of the kids who went there were upset at me because I didn't you even. Did, you didn't even go you there. Don't I didn't even. even go there. I didn't even go there, and I. <laughs> but you handily won. I have to assume. Yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, there was there was some good competition, but yeah. No, no, no. Let's be honest. Was there some good competition? All right. Yeah, I think so. If I remember correctly, yeah. This um, uh, I've watched Black Swan, so I know a lot about dancing. Um, right. Right, yeah. One also, question. psychotic episodes. Yeah. So, that'll probably be our next I, I did actually watch it for my psychology class. Okay. So, uh, you know, co college education here. Uh, anyways, what I'm wondering about is, you say you practice in front of uh, the, the windows in your kitchen. Is having that mirror, that reflective surface, like, crucial to becoming a better dancer? Yeah, like, do you have to see your inner self there? Or it's just nice to see if your uh, knees look funny. You know what, here's what I would say. Um, for the sake of your dance technique, and your form, and your execution, I think having a mirror is extremely important. Because a lot of dance is, yes, feeling like what you're doing, mm -hmm. but in order to know how to do it and make it look good, you have to see it in the mirror and then remember how it feels when you're doing it the right way so that it looks good, and then be able to remember that and take it with you whenever you perform. However, I will say that in a lot of my dance classes that I've taken, uh, you know, like especially ballet classes, um, having a mirror sometimes can inhibit you as a dancer because you get so so wrapped up in the mirror and watching yourself in the mirror that it can almost like prevent you from really dancing you know it's like okay. ins instead of dancing like as if you're dancing for an audience or with some sort of like intent behind it it's like you're just dancing and your eyes are glued to the mirror and it can okay. kind of throw off your dancing a lot sometimes that makes sense and that's something that I've struggled with personally in ballet classes um also with the mirror, do you do you end up finding yourself since you spend so much time with it, you you commute you make eye contact with a person you're speaking through through the mirror yes. instead of like turning to yeah. them? Yeah, that's uh, that's a thing that a lot of us do, like during rehearsals and classes and stuff. Especially if you're like going over choreography with mm -hmm. someone, 
you'll just look at them in, in, in the mirror instead of actually turning to face them. Um, uh, listeners, Duncan, uh, our favorite cat, emerged from the shadows. He's walking away now, does not want any part of this, but I just thought it should be, it should be noted on the record. Duncan is, I find it odd that he's our favorite, because... Duncan doesn't have a lot of, like, the best qualities. Duncan's a bit of a portly cat. Um, he's not incredibly social. And oh, he's, he, he's, he's quite social. Just, uh... My experience is when he's social, he climbs onto your back and refuses to move yeah. until you go 100% vertical. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Duncan just... He's a dominating presence, we have to agree. Yes, He's about 12 years old now. I've had him since I was 8 or 9 years old. So, John, you and I have known each other for a while. You're actually one of my oldest friends. Mm-hmm. Um, what is a memory that you have of you and I together uh, that is fairly prominent to you? Because you and I have had some good times. We've had some less than good times. Mostly good times. I feel like you and I have a very positive friendship. Yes, agreed. Um, one of my favorite memories was when we went... Uh, well, when we had advanced biology class together. Of course. Was very great. Um, Colin and I were watching a movie in advanced biology. This was purely educational. Yeah, yeah. This educational. was so that we could understand the living universe that we thrive in. Right. And this movie was teaching us about sex. The, the evolution of sex. The evolution of, of sex. The YouTube video, Evolution of Sex, where the guy just... <laughs> yeah, 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 of course. And so, uh, you know, I think... I don't know. I find somewhat of a... Uh, what am I trying to say here? Colin... Well, what I'm trying to say is basically Colin and I giggled and laughed throughout the entire movie. While keeping very exact notes, I might Yes, we I were have very diligent with our note-taking. Um, they were very informative, and at some point, quite literally illustrative. But, I think what I'm trying to say here is that some people might have called us immature, but we were really just having fun. And enjoying our time in high school together, so... We were appreciating the education we were being offered. Yes. So to all of you who are still in any form of education, especially high school... Yes, especially. Especially high school. Don't be afraid to act somewhat childish if it means having fun and living life to the fullest. Indulge yourself in your own happiness every now and then. Because what's the worst that could happen? We suffered no repercussions. We only have fond memories of that video. Um, I still have the original note left in my room. Um, do you remember any specifics from that note that you'd like to bring up, John? The uh, visual. The visual aid. There was a visual aid. Um, can you uh, detail the visual aid? Uh, I don't remember it. Exactly, but from what I believe it was an, an image, a rough sketch, of two dinosaurs having sex. Uh, specifically, a I believe like T-Rexes, yes. And a, were they both, they were both yeah, T-Rexes, yeah. Yeah, it was like Gigantosaurs. Right, right, right. And I remember the movie uh, told us that scientists 
speculated that dinosaurs engaged in sexual intercourse in the same manner as cats. Right. Meow. And so we, being the diligent students that we were, um, and being so engrossed by this education being presented to us, like, we could only help but to, you know, illustrate this important fact. Because this, trying to understand our past is a very key point to comprehending the present and predicting and adapting to the future. So it's very important that I draw two T-Rexes getting it on doggy style. Or in this case, kitty style. Kitty style. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cat nap in the sack. Yeah, it was... And, um... I like to add that you and I also sat between two girls. Yes. That may or may not have appreciated the video as much as we did, and may or may not have appreciated our note taking, and may or may not have appreciated our abundant sense of humor. Yes, and our abundant attempts to <laughs> get them to make out with each other. Pure, purely. Like, because we thought it'd be good for them yes. as friends. Yes. And if I remember correctly, one of them was willing and the other was not. And even on our birthday, well, my birthday, because yeah. your birthday wasn't during the school year. Right. But even on my birthday. We asked very nicely. They would not oblige. She would not oblige. Right. Yes. One. It was, but it, it was still, I would agree. Advanced biology was one of my fondest memories of high school. And I do want to tell you thanks again, because John and I were partners for our final exam of that class, um, and I was working very long hours at my job and did not sleep often. So John and I were partners on our final exam, and he very much carried us through the actual questions of that exam. <laughs> I did what I could, buddy. Yes, yes, you did. Um, I think there's just one more thing I want to add, uh, unless Jordan has anything. Uh, snakes have two dicks. Sharks had the first dick. Ah, uh, yes, the sharks had claspers. Yeah, so I, I'm pretty sure they beat the sharks. Okay. They, they beat the snakes. Like, like it's like on the internet, when they were first, they yes. win. Yes, okay. Um, yeah. last, one last thing I want to add is, John, like I said, you and I have had a lot of good times. We've had some bad times. I just want to take one of those bad times and I want to put them out of the way. I forgive you for eating all of my <laughs> red vines. Ah, uh, yes. It was a very good... Very good class senior trip. Uh, Colin and I were in the same hotel room, and Colin brought a bag of red vines. I, I often bring food because food makes people happy. Yes, very true. Especially me. I was extremely happy. John, John's a snacker. I'm a snacker. Uh, if you put something in front of me, I'll eat it. Um, anyways, and well, yes, that's exactly what happened, was that Colin offered everyone red vines. Uh, I believe he... I think, did you, like, specifically say, just don't eat all of them? I'm pretty sure. Um, we ended up, and, yeah, so I had, we arrived there late at night to our hotel. We offered red vines to every, offered red vines to everyone. And then we went off. Um, we went to sleep. Next day, we all, we were at a water park hotel. and went to the water park. Uh, and then some of us went back to the hotel room. John, being yep. one of them. Me being one of them, yes. I was gone for like a solid two hours while you were still there, right? Yeah, so at least. And I came back, and how many red vines were left? Uh, probably like one. 
Probably, I, I would easily say one, less, I probably would have left oh, probably a, a bit more. Probably less than three. One and a zero. The funny, the funny thing zero. is, is that this incident, a similar incident occurred. Incident occurred recently with me, and I did the same thing, and I left three Twizzlers left in the bag. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna guess based on my recent behavior, it was probably a similar number yeah. with Colin's um, red vines. And I just, I'm not sure how mad I really was, or just. Literally baffled that they were all suddenly gone, but I do want to like bury that hatchet. I'm glad that you enjoyed the licorice because I brought the snacks so everyone can enjoy it. Yes, I just you're my friend. I really just do want to make sure that you are full and happy, and and I just want to say uh, I can't speak for both of us, but I know I'll say that I think it, uh, if anything, strengthened our friendship in the long run. In in the long run. In the run. long run, yes. Because now we have a mound of hatchets. Uh, to bury, to throw. No, no, no. We have a bunch with. of we have, yeah. We have a bunch of hatchets underground. We yes. create like a small hill. So then, when the oncoming forces we come, you know, we have a um, vantage point. Yes. Yes. So the more hatchets you bury, people, the stronger your tactical position is for the future. Beautiful. Yeah, that's so it. that's our advice for the night and yeah. tailgate. Um, tailgate. Yeah, and so uh, join us tomorrow when we eat a bowl full of hatchets. Yeah, with snakes that with... have two dicks. Mm-hmm, and sharks that have the first. Amen. And it sounds like we're going to need a bigger bowl. Bye. Love you, bye.